0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, April 27th, 2023, aka Greg Miller's 40th birthday. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioe Jr. Joining me is WWE superstar Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Oh, How's it going? A,
1: I'm, it's, it's going great. Great introduction. I love the smoke machines. It's my first time in the new studio. Oh, yeah. Welcome. I love it. This is incredible. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And like I said right before we got on, I wanted to gush a little bit. You have been killing it. Doing Thank an you, man. absolutely incredible job. The the video you did on black hair in video games, I was like, yes.
0: Thank yes, you, dude. Let's talk
1: about it. Let's talk about it because it's important. And you you did it. You did the thing. So Thank want to you, say I'm, I'm proud of you.
0: I appreciate it. Of course. Shout out to you. I um wait, it was two three years ago, three and a half years ago, maybe close to four years ago now, where we did our first KFG together in this, the original like yeah. studio. Yeah. And that was one of my first KFGs. And so now I feel like this is full circle to have you coming back, actually have, having you in the new spare bedroom, the new kind of funny studio. Welcome. Uh, first impressions, like when you walked in here, compared to the old spare bedroom, well, did oh. you have any first thoughts?
1: Yes, this whole area that we're in right now is the size of... Of the what old it was studio. before? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Bathroom, kitchen included. Uh, no, it's wild to see the the, the glow up because I knew that you guys got a new place and I'd seen it obviously online and stuff like that. But actually being here is unreal because when you come into the parking lot, that view that you guys have. Oh yeah, of the whole city and all the houses in the horizon, like yeah. It's I'm so, I'm just happy for you guys. Thank you so, so much, happy. man. Uh, of
0: course, it's been a while, so I got to hang out with you and talk to yeah. you. What games have you been playing, man?
1: <sighs> okay, so it's it's very intense. I got a Steam Deck, hell yeah! like ASAP, as soon as they went on, on uh, sale, had one, so just waited, finally got my email, got the Steam Deck, and I've been using it to play through like my back catalog of stuff. I spend mm-hmm. a lot of time on an airplane, and I do a lot of cross-country flights from Atlanta to L.A., and so that's four, sometimes five hours in the air, and so I've been playing God of War, because I realized... 2018? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Ragnarok oh. came out, and I was like, I need to play it, and I was like, oh, you never finished the other one, and so mm-hmm. um, I ran through, what, Hi-Fi Rush, I ran through Cult of the Lamb... Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, So, uh, and I had beaten God of War already uh, before I went through those. And then I was like, you know what? I said I was going to do those Valkyries. And I got on, actually, <laughs> I turned it on to play Disney Speedstorm on the airplane. But you Hell can't yeah. play any of the other modes besides, like, local. And so I was like, okay, let me go back to God of War. And I'm running those Valkyries. And it is the most painful experience that I've had in a video game in a How is that
0: time. on the Steam Deck? Because I love my Steam Deck, but I'm also, when it comes to the handheld, the idea of doing something that... That is that high action on handheld makes me nervous. It's incredible. Yeah.
1: It feels great. So I use either just the straight up Steam Deck or uh I'll set up my little stand and I just Bluetooth my PlayStation 5 controller to it. And so Mm. sitting on an airplane with a full PC in front of me with a PlayStation 5 controller, I can't tell you how many times people walk by and they're like, What are you even doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm playing this like next gen game that has no right to look this good on a system this small oh yeah it's it's amazing
0: is it living up to the expectations
1: be it's it's outliving them heck yeah because i i think that this is the best thing to happen to games especially for people who travel so like myself so selfishly i'm I'm using anecdotal experience but um i just actually ordered these glasses these uh they're called in real mm-hmm. and they put a, scr- a monitor inside the glasses so it's almost like vr but they just look like ray-bans mm-hmm. you can put on covers to black it, things out and then it's like a 200 inch widescreen tv in front of you and it looks better than a tv honestly that's awesome and so that on an airplane oh, oh, you don't you don't have to tilt your head down so you can just have it all loose and don't get your your disc screwed up and everything Dude, you're describing
0: the future right now
1: oh that's that's all i want that's all Let's i go. want it's 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 the best life because there's so much time that's wasted just sitting around whether you want to like re-watch a movie that's cool i don't like to re-watch things shows or movies because i want to feel like i'm I'm learning because I heard uh, the way your brain starts to get old mm-hmm. is when you're not making new, uh, new things for it. So, for instance, if you're in the same routine all the time. Your brain doesn't have to make up for your peripherals but if you're traveling mm. and experiencing new things your brain has to take in new information and build it's like
0: working out your brain yes making your brain working out your brain muscles exactly
1: so that's that's that that's my plug for video games are good for your mind
0: hell yeah dude <laughs> now speaking of that like i i want to touch on disney speedstorm because i heard yeah. you talking about it in the other room and i <laughs> i plugged my ears cuz i was like i want to have this conversation on the show i have not had time to really deep dive into disney Speedstorm. i've played maybe about like five or six races where they have like this original um the like tutorial kind of run that you go through and i've done all those races and immediately i was like "Oh man, okay this is fun i want to play more i want to get more into it it sounds like you probably played more than i have
1: i have dumped some time into it my buddy told me last week he was like have you seen this disney game and i i so i'm weird about trailers and what's coming out next because it makes me not focus on what i have now and then i'm just like so when Final Fantasy Remake was coming out, I was like, don't tell me anything about it because now I'm not, I can't play anything that I've got right now. But anyway, he tells me that there's a, a remix of I'll Make a Man Out of You. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's like an EDM remix. So I bought it instantly. And then as I'm playing it, all of the music throughout the game is so good. Yep. And then the racing, like once you get a hang of it, because like you automatically think, oh, this is just like Disney Mario Kart.
2: Uh,
1: there's some very different mechanics in it that I think make it really fun. Like the boost system is unreal. The but, boost system reminds me a little bit of Burnout. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what we were talking about. It, feel, it feels like one of those types of games. Uh, and the fact that everybody's got their different specific weapons, things like that. Like Mike Wazowski, which every time I talk about this, I, sound, I feel like it sounds so ridiculous. Like Mike Wazowski's special is insane. <laughs> like he puts down doors so that when you go through it, you advance higher or you, you go forward. But if somebody else runs through it, it puts them backwards. So it's like little tricky stuff like that, that I don't know, it, it feels it feels new and fresh and I can't stop playing it.
0: I'm so happy to hear that because I would watch the trailers and the trailers look so good. Yeah. But it's that thing where kart racers don't come out good as Mario Kart. Whenever there's a new kart racer it's like, okay, it's a Nickelodeon one, All right, it's gonna be mid, it's not gonna live up to my expectations Mm -hmm. Every trailer for Disney Speedstorm I've been like, this looks really good, but I don't want to get my expectations too high. But I've been hearing people talk about it and people seem to be pleasantly surprised. People seem to be having a, a good time and even in my time playing it you know, I went through the the tutorial area, and that's like mainly CPU stuff. Mm-hmm. I've only done one online race so far, and my my complaint with the CPU stuff is that it felt like they were doing a, a lot of rubber banding. I felt like I could feel the CPUs just keeping up with me just artificially. Mm-hmm. Playing the online race, that was the one where I was like, oh, okay, no, this is this is the real deal. Yeah. This actually feels right. I enjoy playing with other people
1: yeah, it's it's nice because there's the uh, the ranked system where everybody's just max level. And then there's a rank system where you go in with whatever level your racers actually are, mm. so you can have both of those experiences. And and we're, my, me and my buddies were talking about the rubber banding stuff, and it's like, well, the it, it doesn't necessarily feel like like traditional rubber banding. It feels like the items are very good. Yeah, like there's not a bad item in the game, and so you're always kind of in that pack of people. So it feels like you're you're always fighting. It and in that sense. I know this is a stretch. It feels like a fighting game. You're always kind of rubbing up against other people, always bumping. You're, you're always in peril of getting past. Like you can never, from what I've played so far, it doesn't feel like I've been in a situation where I can get in the lead enough where I don't worry for like a full lap. Like I'm always nervous that I'm going to lose. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Well, Xavier, Enough about Disney Speedstorm. Let's talk about today's stories, which include our live reactions to the new Armored Core trailer, our first look at Twisted Metal, the show, and more because this is Kinda Funny Games Daily, each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash games and Twitch.tv slash games. We run you through the nerdy news needs to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunnycom slash You're Wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be part of the show head to kindofunny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you happy birthday greg miller we are celebrating greg's 40th birthday that means we're doing an all-day stream starting with kfgd and then following is a bunch of games and shenanigans featuring greg austin poe and more that's happening today right here on twitch and youtube And then only on YouTube in the live stream, uh, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Snowbike Mike comes in to talk to us, KFGD hosts, about your YouTube Super Chat questions. Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next kind of funny stream starts. And then over on Patreon, Mike's been recording Gregways all week, so go check those out. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod++ and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and Honey, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be. (laughs) The <laughs> It's time for some news. We have six stories for you today—a
2: bakers dozen. <laughs> Starting
0: with our number one. This this it's nice to be doing the show in person. This is great, right? Like last time, it was on video call. It just doesn't yeah. hit the same. It just doesn't hit the same. <laughs> Story number one: We got a new Armored Core six trailer. The trailer that has dropped. It is a gameplay trailer. I've not watched the trailer. Austin, have you seen the trailer I have yet?
1: not watched the trailer.
0: What is your hype levels for Armored Core 6?
1: So, uh, like we were talking earlier, I always get Armored Core confused with Front Mission, which I need some sort of Front Mission content mm. ASAP.
0: Wasn't there, I think there was like a Front Mission remake that happened in the last couple of years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to the loop.
0: <laughs> yeah, you might you might, you might might need to hop on that.
1: I feel like I say I want things so much, but it's just because I haven't looked for them yeah, and they Yeah, they're out exist. there. You're
2: just like, oh, man, I'm,
1: where's the new Front Mission? It's like, yeah. Front Mission's been here. Like, yeah, it came out last year. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, Front Mission
2: uh, First Remake came out November 30th, 2022. Oh, oh, so it's fresh. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Fresh Mission. That's good. You know,
1: Fresh, fresh <laughs> Mission. <laughs> get, a, get a line up, get a cut. Uh, is that on Steam Deck? I think it's on Switch.
2: I'll I'll have to look into it. So that so yes. Okay. Oh yeah. So basically, yeah. You can play hand, You can play it on the yeah. on the plane if you want.
1: Um. Yeah. No. Armored Core. I do have memories of playing it back in the day. I definitely didn't keep up with the series, but uh, from what I've heard, people are pretty hype about this. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, that that's the thing. Is this is the first armored Armored Core that from from software is putting out since From Software has become current. From Software, right? Like From Software right now, they're the big dogs. They were coming off of winning a lot of Game of the Year awards last year with Elden Ring, right? They're coming off of putting out beloved games like Bloodborne, Sekiro, the Dark Souls franchises, right? And, like, it's been a minute since we've gotten Armored Core. And I'm somebody who I look at Armored Core and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool, but I've not actually played Armored Core despite that. And now coming off of me absolutely loving Bloodborne, absolutely loving Sekiro, and absolutely loving Elden Ring, I'm in a place where I will at the very least check out anything that From Software does. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to fall in love with Armored Core because it seems like a way different kind of game but i have such fandom now and trust for from software that i'm like oh i'm gonna pay attention to this like i'll watch the trailers i'm gonna keep up i'm a live react to the trailers like we're about to do but i'm excited to see what it is and i'm excited to check it out that's where i'm at with it
1: yeah anything with mechs honestly gets me excited yeah i'm a huge gundam fan have you been watching the witch from mercury no,
0: that's the new gundam series that's out i'm not so i'm not even a gundam person but one of my friends showed me gundam the witch from mercury and i watched like the first three episodes i'm in oh, okay. seems incredible
1: I, we gotta like catch you up on all yeah, this new I, stuff that you're like. telling me I'm, I'm still like in the uh, this, this is me aging myself like oh gundam wing is my jam uh but yeah anything with with mechs and big mm-hmm. robots i'm usually like okay i'll at least give this I'm realizing minutes. that I might be there,
0: too, because, wait, after watching Gundam The Witch from Mercury, the first few episodes, I'm like, this is so awesome. I'm absolutely loving this. And then I go back and I'm like, I guess I also loved Code Geass as well. Yeah. They're like, Code Geass is dope as hell. Evangelion? I haven't, I haven't gone through Evangelion yet. I want to. I want to. But, like, also there's this game 13, Sentinels, Aegis Rim, that is also another, like, mech story that I fucking love. Yeah.
2: And you also love Megas uh, XLR? XLR?
0: I did love Megas XLR, yeah.
1: No. Dude. That was the show. bro. And then there's Metal Gear Solid, of course. Of course, of course. But can we spend 30 seconds and just praise Megas XLR? Oh, yeah. One of the most underrated cartoons. People don't not talk about Megas shows. XLR enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really do feel like a remake starring uh, Austin Creed and Blessing oh would be fantastic. Can you imagine the two of us just <laughs> in cartoon form
0: in a garage, just yes, making our own mechs? Just in a dump. We got these big mechs. This is turning a pickup truck into a mech. God, <laughs> give it to me.
1: Is this Transformers? No,
0: no, it's not. <laughs> Now, Austin, are you ready to live-react to the new trailer of Armored Core 6? Ready. Barrett, cue it up.
2: Give me just a sec here. Hold on. And then we go to... Uh, what scene do we go to? Special React. Here we go. There
0: Bye. we go. Ooh. All right. Press and play. Of course, coming from b and am co Entertainment.
1: Mm-hmm. Goats. We're close to Rubicon.
0: Wake the dog up. Broadly, listeners, we out of space handler, right now.
3: Walter, mm. verified. Activating cerebral coral control device. Space is terrifying. Space
2: is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> scary out there.
1: Feed the fire. Okay. It looks, it looks like we're dropping onto a planet. Yep, I'm already in. Honestly.
0: <laughs> in different um, environment views. Mm. Let the last cinders burn.
1: If it says let the bodies hit the floor. I'm going to lose my mind.
0: <laughs> if there's anything from software we'll I'll do, they'll hit you with human. the fire Eight one liners. Six. Six. Holy shit. Yep. Holy shit. Ooh. Ooh. We're getting glimpses of gameplay. Yep. This is way more fast paced than I expected. Yep. You know, well, I'll save that first. And it's way more cinematic
1: than I expected. I like this a lot. Oh no, you you can change forms too. Yeah, changing forms. Oh my. Oh no. Bro, you can seamlessly change forms mid-fight. Oh my god. That's what it looks like. Yeah. (laughs) It's a long run of back. Oh, here we go with the whip. Got a big robot snake with thing. Why am I getting Shadow of Colossus vibes? Dude, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really good uh, call. What
1: There's another. Of the bit. infamous handler Walter sounds interesting. You ready to climb the wall? The
0: Yeah.
3: Call sign Raven. They were no. subject to termination. Zone vendors 52. A close-up the generator. Watch
0: out. Oh, there man. is a, Oh but my I god. There's a lot of cool um, visual elements in terms of how the the mech is transforming.
1: Yeah. So all the little details on the, all the enemies look wild Let's too. That's how far they can fly.
0: Dude, look at that sky wings. that's insane armor Core six yeah. fires rubicon august 25th 2023
1: I'm in. I'm in that looked really cool i'm in hard did you did you play zone of vendors
0: no i didn't get to play zone of the Enders. so
1: it it kind of to from looking at that it looks like that where you're a mech it's uh, open um, not an arena fighter but you're in a, like arena type settings essentially mm-hmm. fighting all the bad guys all the all the big robots but it looks smooth, man.
0: Yeah, this look. Yeah, this looks super smooth. I appreciate how much variety we're seeing in terms of the combat. It looks like we're getting a lot of, like a lot of what you expect from X in terms of rockets and guns flying. But then also in the second half of the trailer, we saw a lot of melee type weapons right we saw like whips we got we saw like laser swords and shit mm-hmm. which i'm down for like that, that is what i want out of from software you know it's, it's fun going into this and knowing well this isn't going to be a souls like right because it is going to be a mech game this is going to be more armored core but i do remember when they announced this at the game awards that they followed that up with a press release talking about or in the interviews talking about how no we're learning we're still taking the learnings from the games that we've made over the past decade like this is going to be an armored core six post what we've done is from software and yeah. seeing the, the combat, seeing the fights. I mean, quite a few of those looked like straight up boss fights. Those bosses have a lot of detail, mm-hmm. right? Like the one boss that had, I don't even know what to call those. Right. But like the transformation where it's, where, you know, they had like all, all the rails come through and then all the uh, rockets emerge uh-huh. from that. I'm like, dude, those are the kind of transformations I want out of bosses in this game. I want all the detail. Yeah. Right. I want all the cool transformations. I want the different phases. Yeah. And I want like, and that was exactly what I was talking about. Yep. That, uh, that was just there. Um, and I want, as a player, that's, right, to have to be in the action. I want to be dodging, all, like, all, I, I, want, I want to be dodging all over the place.
1: Yeah, I love a good bullet hell game in, yep. in any format. So to have it in something that looks so good. Oh,
0: throw near mm-hmm. in there, by the way, for oh near, the mech games. Yeah. yeah, near Automata.
1: Yeah. So I can't tell you how many times I've started that game. Yeah. It just happens over and over, and then I do something else. I mean, and I gotta that's kind of the it. point of
0: the game. <laughs> just yeah, to play it over and over. But well, you had to get to the endings. No, the I
1: I get like ten hours in, and I'm like, oh, shiny new thing over here. And I leave. Mm-hmm. But then I the soundtrack. Now, are you
0: are you an Elden Ring person? Did you play the other From Software? So I'm games?
1: I'm not an Elden Ring person, and mm-hmm. it's because so I'm doing like a million things at any given moment. So I have to pick like what I'm playing, and I have to kind of I have to play a lot of stuff. Not have to. I want to play a lot of stuff. And so once I started Elden Ring, and I got like ten minutes in, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't. I don't have this. the time to love this like I need to love it, yeah. and I don't want to run through it because then it's like why am i even playing it if i'm not going to really play it so i haven't gotten yeah. into it yet
0: i, I do the best way to for uh, to get me into playing a 100 hour game is by tricking me into making me think that it's a 30 hour game yes because that's what i thought elden ring, we got review codes for elden ring and i was like okay 30 hours i oh mean i don't have much time to review it but oh whatever i'll play it right and i played about 20 hours and then like i i meet up with andy and and tamor and they're like dude we are 40 hours into this thing and there's a lot more game here and i'm like oh snap but at that point i already loved it and so i just keep going like 60 hours later i'm like dude i put in a lot of time into this thing
1: yeah it it hurts man it hurts and i I want to so bad but i just i know like i'm going to cut off all contact with all people and all forms of life if i sit down and actually dig into this and i need i have to like be done wrestling before i play mm. elden ring <laughs> i mean that
0: could be the elden ring could be like a five-year game for you, where yeah. you just chip away at it for years and years That's gonna be,
1: i'm gonna come back on after i'm done wrestling full beard just disheveled okay i played elden ring
0: <laughs> I, I beat millennia yeah. uh i want to read this game description of armor core 6 from Bandai namco that they put out a mysterious new substance called coral was discovered on the remote planet rubicon 3 which rubicon 3 is a dope-ass name for mm-hmm. a planet i'm all about that As an energy source, this substance was expected to dramatically advance humanity's technological and communications capabilities. Instead, it caused a catastrophe that engulfed the planet and the surrounding stars in flames and storms, forming a burning star system. Almost half a century later, coral has resurfaced on Rubicon 3, a planet now contaminated and sealed off by the the catastrophe extraterrestrial corporations and resistance groups fight over the fight over control of the substance the players or the player infiltrates rubicon as an independent mercenary and finds themselves in a struggle over the substance with the corporations and other factions which that sounds cool funny enough i feel like that lines up with what i expect from from software because in all their games usually it's shit went down and i'm coming back after shit went down to like (laughs) see see all the results (laughs) of shit going down and that's pretty much what the description is hey man the fucking shit went wrong, and you're coming back to Rubicon Three to see what's up. And now there's people that are that are factioned against each other that are fighting, which I'm all about. This all sounds really cool.
1: Yeah, man. I I love I love video games. I love video that they're cool. so advanced now, and they're actually uh, getting the credit for being such good storytelling devices. Yep. And just hearing such an intricate, complicated, just intro to oh, this is this to set the scene. Yeah gorgeous and then seeing the trailer gorgeous so from software and bandai that's a mm. oh yeah. i love that i love that pairing together
0: and also it makes me excited because i while playing Elden ring playing bloodborne playing some of their re- recent titles the storytelling and from software i know kind of can be hit or miss with certain people right there was a big conversation around game awards where Elden ring was nominated for uh best narrative and people were like wait really like what is the is is the narrative really that good? Like, are you the, the there aren't really cut scenes. Like, what what's going on here? And I appreciate the the reason why I was very much for the idea of Elden Ring getting um, nominated for best narrative is that like you know it has a story, it has a really good story. It's just a different way of telling a story, mm-hmm. right? So much of the story is told through being in the environment, picking up items, talking to people, like experiencing it, right? It's the same way that it's the same way I look at something like Shadow of the Colossus, where Shadow mm-hmm. of Colossus doesn't have like you know traditional cutscenes and character development in the way that you'd expect, but the way they tell their story is different, and it's it's in that difference that it makes it fresh, right? It makes you go, yeah. "Oh man, all right, cool." I didn't I, I didn't think I could enjoy a story this way. Uh, Elden Ring and From Software kind of find their own groove in terms of how they want to tell stories, and I'm very curious for Armored Core 6. We we we're seeing a lot more dialogue. We're seeing like traditional cutscenes, right? Not that the other games don't have traditional cu- cutscenes, but it's not you're not getting like moment to moment like traditional all right cool I just finished this action sequence now let's get a bunch of exposition and character back and forth all right play a little bit more of the game back to cutscene like they're not they're usually not that kind of games um I'm excited to see if from software gets back into that and also what that does in terms of the story they're trying to tell because I could be down for them traveling that line in terms of hey we want you to experience this world and get the story out of walking through and talking to characters and like just like seeing more than actually listening and hearing Mm -hmm. right but i think there could be a balance thereof but also we're going to deliver something to you here because this is way more sci-fi action than it is fantasy post-apocalyptic
1: yeah it definitely feels like more of an action movie yeah so i do feel like that type of storytelling is uh that that type of linear storytelling is kind of more in line with armored core and obviously like i haven't Uh, experience what this is so I could be completely uh misguided and absolutely love a more open world Bloodborne style of Armored Core but um in in that in that Elden Ring or that Dark Souls type of way I I do enjoy that there's so much lore that you get to experience yourself in your way so it's rather than here's this story and we're going to tell it to you how we feel like you should experience it it's here's a bunch of information here's some sheets you put the story together however you want. Yep. And you can kind of guide and go at your own pace.
0: Because that's so, my jam. Yeah. Like, that's something that you can only do in video games. And I think yeah. that's what makes it special. I think that's what makes it really cool. Um, but we want not have to wait too long. August is uh, is when we're getting that's the game. Close. It's Time is flying! It's two weeks before Starfield, which makes me very, like... It, it stresses me out a little bit because I'm going to be... Just playing video games that whole season, apparently, right? Because when is Spider Man going to come out? Is it really going to come out in September? Like that was one of the rumors that was flo- floating floating around. If so, Armor Core followed by Starfield followed by Spider Man. Can't I can't do this
1: every for the past what five or six years? I feel like every year has been the best year for game releases.
0: Yeah, and Dude, it's this just... year, this year is possibly the best year for game release. It's like by stupid. the end of this year, we're gonna be talking about twenty twenty three versus twenty seventeen. Versus like, what, 90, or versus like 2004. I think 2004 was a
1: pretty good year. I think 98 oh, might have been one, too. I don't know. I, I, this is going to go down in the, in the books. I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm overwhelmed. I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm overwhelmed, and it's to the point where, and it's not a bad thing because there's so many different kinds of people that play so many different kinds of games, so I love that there's so much stuff out there, but I feel like I, I physically cannot keep up. I have to pick a game, and that means that I don't get to play three games. And then the next game I pick, I can't play three games. So my back catalog is growing at this terrifyingly exponential rate where I, I think that I will have to be digging into my back catalog until I'm like 87.
0: Well, that's the thing. Well, video games come out as such a. Like, faster, rate, right? Or not even faster, right? Because video games now take way more time to develop than ever. But yeah. there are just so many of them. So many. so many. video games coming out. And I look at last year. And last year, I was able to keep up. Last year, I was able to handle playing <laughs> Sifu, followed by Horizon, followed by Elden Ring, and do all that <laughs> stuff. It, but I within that, I miss Pokemon Legends RCS oh. And I really wanted to play that. This year... Like I really wanted to play Dead Space. I didn't get around to Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get around to it. Who knows? I uh I didn't play like I didn't play Forspoken and maybe that's fine, right? But like I was wanting to play it at one point and I was just like, no, I don't have time for this. Like I have yeah. other games I need to play and the list goes on. Octopath Traveler Two, I really wanted oh, to check out. Yeah, I'm didn't like I'm like
1: four it. hours into that and I'm I'm so excited. Cause I heard yeah. that so in playing Octopath Traveler One dumped so much time. And maybe I was playing it wrong, but I got to a point where it's like, oh I I have to grind, and I'm not even like deep into the game yet. Mm-hmm. I've got to spend hours doing this, and I was like, I can't. So everybody told me that Octopath Traveler Two was a little bit more streamlined with a, a little bit less grindy, and so I'm like six, seven hours in, and I'm really enjoying it.
0: I'm at a place now too where with Jedi Survivor, oh, yeah. I'm ha- I'm halfway through Jedi Survivor. And I'm, I think I'm gonna put it down for now because I'm like, other games are gonna come in. I gotta, I gotta be ready to to play through Zelda and play through Red <laughs> Redfall, and you know I want to wait for updates. I want to wait to for that game to run as perfectly as possible because like mm-hmm. with with the the launch update, right? Like it's not where I want it to be in terms of frame rate, in terms of performance. And I would love to play that game in the best form possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but even thinking about that, I'm like, am I gonna have time? You know, am I What in July? What surprise release is gonna come out? Yeah. Because this year, Hi-Fi Rush came out of nowhere, and I think that's what actually derailed me from Forspoken. Metroid Prime Remastered came out of nowhere, and I played the hell, hell out of that. Like, what else is going to come out out of nowhere?
1: Yeah. It's wild. It's, well, so, so then, question for you. What's up? Dig in for a second. So do you <laughs> do you secretly enjoy when you hear a games coming out that you feel like you're going to play so much, and then you see, like, the initial reviews, like, oh, well, frame rate's <laughs> not there. There's not, you got to wait for an update. You're like, okay, good. I have two more weeks yep. before this game is where I want it to be so I can finish <laughs> something else. <laughs>
0: I definitely do. Like I it, it, during busy times, yeah. During busy time, like when Forspoken was coming out, for example. When I played the demo and I was like, I don't think this is going to be for me. It was almost it was a little bit of a relief. Like it was a bummer because I wanted that game to be be good, right? Like both for, you know, the studio putting out, but then also for me as somebody who really wanted that game to be good. When I played the demo and I realized that I wasn't going to enjoy it as much. Thank you, Roger, so much for the <laughs> for Ooh, delivering Austin's food. So hungry. I was like, all right, cool. I guess I'm going to have time to play other games and it's a, it's a blessing and a curse a little bit because that meant that I got to check out something like Hi-Fi Rush and fall in love with it. Yeah. But also that meant that I didn't enjoy First <laughs> Yeah.
1: But also, too, Hi-Fi Rush is a fair—in in comparison, it's a, it's a short game. Yes. And I am really into those right now because I feel like I can accomplish more. Oh, yeah. Like I told you, Hi-Fi Rush, then Cult of the Lamb. So uh, just being able to dump those that, that kind of time so— and this is not connected to anything we're talking about, but I really, oh, really dude, we've
0: gone way off the road. We're thirty minutes into the show, we're still on <laughs> story number one, and we're not even talking about Armored Core anymore. So just keep, just keep
1: talking. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to dig into Returnal.
0: Oh, when I, you w- should.
1: When I played it initially, I played it for like an hour, and and I wasn't into those types of games yet. Uh, that's a lie. I played Hades, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it, right? And then I know, I know, I know, right? Because I didn't like those types of games. I didn't uh-huh. play like they didn't click with me. And then it won all those awards, and I was like, you know what? Let me go back and try it. And then I dumped like 150 hours into it. Hell yeah. Obsessed. And then they're like, oh, Returnal, similar. Just like, you know, on a uh, bigger platform, whatever, whatever. Started digging into it and got like four or five hours deep and finally got to like that first boss and was like, oh, oh, this is very difficult. Like, Mm -hmm. I I can't do this. And now, and I put it away, but that's one of those games that's like, I I need more time. Well, that's
0: why I appreciate roguelites is because they're run-based, I don't have to commit. So yeah. just continuing making progress, I can be like, "All right, I'm just gonna do one run today. I'm gonna do two runs today and put but it down." It's never
1: one run. It's never one, it's run. Never it's one like, run. It's like
0: eating Lay's potato chips. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just do one more. Yeah. Oh, I got close enough. Let me do one more." <laughs> and that's how Returnal got me. Is I just kept going and I was like, "Dude, this is a fantastic time." And that's what works for me with yeah. with, with, with Roguelites. But
1: they are an acquired tech. Can Can we do something one day? We're gonna put this idea in the back pocket. Remind us if I forget. I would love to do something with you, like a, like a weekly thing. That's like, "Hey, Bat Catalog Games."
0: Dude, I would love. <laughs> I I need that. The thing is, the thing that's tough about it is that now there's always games coming out. There's, <laughs> not a, there's not a time where I'm not playing a new game. Like maybe maybe July, maybe Ju- But like Pikmin comes out in July, and I'm sure like you know there are games that aren't that don't have release dates yet. That could when when is Hollow Knight Silk Song going to come out? That's supposed to come out this year. So much.
1: Possibly maybe. So much. And I'm I'm a big fighting game guy. So Tekken Tekken is oh coming out.
0: Tekken Eight's coming out. Street some Fighter point. Six is coming out. 356 is going to take over my life. What, what is your most anticipated game this year?
1: Tekken 8. Fucking yeah. By far. By far. I, Tekken, so my favorite game for the longest time was Mario Kart Double Dash. Masterpiece. We need a second version. Not a remaster. We need a second version with the same mechanics. Double Dash. Unreal. But Tekken 7 just beat it this year because we've been yeah. dumping time into it in the locker room. That's you get that week.
0: you get that platinum?
1: No. I, so I, so That's this one of the few games
0: I got the platinum in.
1: So I've never played the story mode in that game.
0: What do you think of the story mode?
1: Uh, no, I've never played it.
0: Oh, so you, wait, you, you still not played it?
1: I've never played the Tekken 7 story mode. Uh, I, I have okay. like 800 hours in this game, and it's just all online. Oh, yeah. All versus. <laughs> That's, all we do. That's actually really scary. Cause I was going
0: to say, like, oh, maybe we should play some Tekken, but when you talk about 800 hours online, I'm like, Bro, I don't know if I got the stuff to just hold up with you. Who's your main? It. Who are you playing King. as? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not finding <laughs> <Come on. laughs> you. I'm not finding you if you're Gross, using baby. King. <laughs> uh, Xavier, we got so much more to talk yes. about on this My show. Man. But before we get there... I want to let people know about Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. Over on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, you can go and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our
3: sponsors. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past, and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click apply coupons, you wait a few seconds as the Honey guy dances It searches for coupons it can find for the site, and if it finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. We hear it Kinda Funny You've Been Using Honey for years, and it has literally saved us thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to set, forget, and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it also works on your iPhone. You just activate it on Safari on your phone, save on the go. And if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. That's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right. You, you. You Going to rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. R O C K E T M O N E Y.com slash kinda funny.
0: Story number two. I'm just, I just gotta say, that looks delicious. What, you hash just
3: browns, said?
1: so good.
0: I, I love a good hash brown. Uh, story number two. We've got our first look at the Twisted Metal show. This is Jim at IGN. With Uncharted and most recently The Last of Us, PlayStation has found success in adapting some of its most popular video games for live-action film and television. Their next adaptation is Twisted Metal, an upcoming 10-episode series debuting on Peacock on July 27th. IGN can exclusively reveal the new poster for Twisted Metal, uh, which is officially described as a high-octane action comedy starring Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Beatriz. The first teaser trailer for Twisted Metal debuts online tomorrow, Thursday, the 27th. Wait, no, that's today unless they that might be a typo. Today? That might be a typo. Is yeah. It today? Cuz I'm pretty sure this poster came out today. So they mean tomorrow Friday the 28th. Yeah,
2: I, I was confused by that. Like either they mean tomorrow Friday or they mean next Thursday. Oh.
0: So, well, I mean uh, they they say tomorrow. Unless what what time zone <laughs> was this posted in?
1: Trailer. I, I'm looking at the trailer right now.
0: For Twist for Twist him now?
1: Bro. <gasps> oh. at that? Right there.
0: Oh, that's not that's not a trailer. That's just the no? I think that's just like a um, commentary. It's like a news update. dang. They got me. Okay. Yeah, they got me. But Barry, bring up the poster again. Because the poster is all we got for now. And just from looking at the poster, I'm in. I'm in. Are you kidding me? Anthony Mackie. It's going to be. One hand on the steering wheel. It's going to be fun. The other hand probably on on somebody's leg. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny to me that – and and obviously, we'll see what they keep and what they – add in from the actual twisted metal games but it's so dope seeing that people are now actually believing in the stories that have already been told in video games Mm -hmm. when they make you know movies or tv shows like especially with last of us and it's like because i feel like for years we've been screaming why are you changing this for hollywood why are you changing that why are you changing that and it's like last of us like no just do exactly Mm. what we already experienced in a new format
0: do we want that for twisted metal i've not played twisted metal but i've never heard anybody talk about The stories being the highlight, or at least like the stories being quality enough to adapt (laughs) to a TV
1: show. As long as they have a bunch of crazy explosions, yes. They have crazy weapons. Yep. We see Sweet Tooth. Yep. Like I'm good.
0: That's exactly. That's all I want too. Yeah. I just want chaos.
1: Yeah. This. This to me isn't a. uh You know, I'm not gonna like cry tears of sadness when this. Like, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for straight action bullets, explosions, screaming, blood, muscles, tires exploding. You don't, you
0: don't think there's going to be a scene where Calypso is like is like um, uh, holding on to like um, you know his, his loved one and being like, I got you, baby girl. I got you, baby girl. You don't think we're going to get that in this show? <laughs> if
1: we do, and I He's do. Gonna be, it's going to be Anthony Mackie that he has in yes. I got you, baby girl. <laughs> if we start crying over this, then yes, I'm excited. But honestly, I'm pumped about this show. I just like seeing titles like this that are just like, and I, and I don't mean this in a negative. way, like just like dumb fun. Yeah, I like the I like seeing them get expanded universes.
0: I hope totally it's like Zombieland because I think that is kind of what the, what what they're going for in terms of we want wackiness, we want it, we want it to be dumb. we want the, mm-hmm. we want chaos. But like all in all, the goal here is fun. Yeah, like you don't need to make a last list. You don't need to make like I hope it's not even like Uncharted because like the Uncharted movie I, I'd say is like fine to good. You know, I, it it didn't blow me away, but it. Got what needed to be done for an Uncharted movie. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I would have done different, honestly. Um, but for a Twisted Metal show, yeah, you got to bring the chaos and you got you to make it wacky. Because there's nothing you can take seriously oh, <laughs> in no. Twisted Metal. No. Uh, story number three. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty uh, confirms gameplay blowout this summer. This is Robert Ramsey at Push Square. CD Projekt Red had already confirmed that it'll be lifting the lid on Phantom Liberty in June. The anticipated expansion for Cyberpunk 2077 has only received a couple of short trailers up until this point, but it sounds like we'll be getting a massive information dump when summer rolls around. The developer has confirmed that Phantom Liberty will be at Summer Game Fest and it'll be playable at the event. As such, we should be getting plenty of gameplay impressions from press and content creators. Uh, Cyberpunk tweeted this out uh, this morning. In case you missed it, we'll start talking about Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, this June. At Summer Game Fest Play Days, we'll have hands-on sessions for press and content creators. We're also planning plenty of hands-on opportunities for our community at a later date,
1: so stay tuned.
0: Austin, are you a Cyberpunk person?
1: Love Cyberpunk. Yeah? Are you excited Love. for Phantom Liberty? Yes. So, it's funny, so because uh, when Cyberpunk dropped and then all, the, all the crazy stuff went down, uh, I was playing on PC and I had, like, zero problems playing it Mm -hmm. and so i was so confused as to what was going on and then obviously the patches and the updates and everything's like way smoother now and people are are, are really being able to dig into it and enjoy it um but i've i've loved all of the experiences that i've had playing cyberpunk and just being able to uh you know get all the augmentations and all that type of stuff it's i don't know i i like it a lot
0: i'm right i'm right there with you i played it during the review period without even the day one patch and i like i had bugs and stuff and especially without the day one patch and, like, weirdness. But all in all, I came out of that game being like, no, I had a great time with it. Yeah. And it sucks that it then came out to consoles and PS4 and Xbox One and just did not run on those machines. Yeah. It was so bad. But, yeah, over the time, I think they've done a great job of cleaning up their name and, like, cleaning up the game uh, in terms of what the bugs and performance issues were. And then also, yeah, having things like updates, having things like Cyberpunk, the anime that came out on Netflix mm-hmm. that everybody loves. Right now, we're at a place where Fandom Liberty is poised to be well-received. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Idris Elba. Yeah. I love me some Idris Elba. Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, we have to. We have to.
0: Is there any, Is there? do you have any, like, big desires in terms of what they could add to the DLC to get you excited as a cyberpunk person?
1: I mean, I'm excited because there's more content. So there's more yeah. stuff to do. You just want do. more story. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I, I really enjoyed being able to interact with so many different types of people and take the story whatever way you kind of wanted to um i don't know i'd have, have to think about it i might have something for you in like 10 minutes right. i'll just i'll, I'll circle back around i'm gonna keep that, I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> uh
0: let's move on to story number four playstation vr 2 will soon be available to buy at retailers this is andy robinson at video games chronicle psvr 2 will soon be in stock at local retailers in addition to playstation's online store sony has confirmed previously the next gen vr headset which retails for 550 was only available on sony's playstation direct site quote hmm. Check your local retailer for availability, the company said on Thursday. Last month, Sony's CFO, Hiroki Totoki, was asked to evaluate PSVR 2's launch and what the company's expectations for har- for the hardware are going forward. Quote, we are very happy to launch VR 2 on PS5, he said. VR 1, we sold over 5 million units, and I think we have a good chance to exceed that amount with PSVR 2, end quote. Austin, are you a VR
1: person? Do you like VR? I love VR. I live inside my oculus on demio oh yeah you played this uh, no the on um, demio oh D, like the game demio, demio yeah. oh no yeah i have played demio okay in, cool. in, in vr yeah or, okay. i played in vr i yeah. played on psvr too okay.
0: and I, it was one of the ones where i was like oh this is a really neat idea this is actually really cool
1: yeah i, I think for for vr practical use in games that's one of if not my favorite vr game because mm. you feel like you're playing with your friends you feel like you're in the same space as them moving these pieces around. So um i've heard awesome things about psvr2 uh i had the first one and i oh there we go boom yeah.
0: if you're a video <laughs> watcher bears pulled up footage yeah no i this was i think either the first or second thing i booted up in psvr2 yeah and i was really impressed by uh by this game because the concept is so simple but it's so smart mm-hmm. you're literally just playing a tabletop game yeah man in vr and it works you are picking up the pieces you're moving them you are do using the different abilities but you see the the, like the animations for the abilities play out on the board. It's fucking genius. It's, it's a really good it's,
1: idea. It's so good. So uh, I haven't messed with the PSVR a lot. I I did when it first came out and was doing what is it? Uh, what was it called like Rush of Blood? The, yeah, uh, until dawn. Yeah, until dawn stuff. But at that point, I wasn't really acclimated to VR yet. So like, I'd still get super queasy and all that. But I feel like I've been like living in my Oculus every chance I get when I'm at home. So I'm, I'm excited to see what PSVR two brings to the table mm-hmm. that I don't get from my Oculus um yeah so i mean the, the 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 few things i would say
0: is like fidelity you know you're getting a you're, and you're playing wait, what oculus quest or are you playing oculus on your pc
1: quest so yeah so, like both because you can connect it but for sure you, yeah
0: yeah but like you know in terms of how good stuff looks in psvr 2 horizon call of the mountain looks beautiful yeah um and like playing gran turismo it, lo- it, it looks gorgeous um so you have that and then you also have games like gran turismo but i know for me i'm still needing more uh like more exclusive stuff and more exciting games to come out for psvr2 that's that's been my hang up with the platform so far is that yeah. i feel like i'm not getting it, uh, enough in terms of oh here's something that you've not seen before because yeah. like i played resident evil village right i played um like uh pistol whip i have played a lot of the games that they have that they're bringing to the platform i'm even still waiting on beat Saber for this thing just yeah. the other day i played beat Saber on oculus and it's i was great. like dude i wish i had i wish this game was on psvr2 yeah, that
1: that's the confusing part—not confusing, but the interesting part. Because if you have an Oculus or Quest, whatever you like to use, what is PSVR two going to do that those don't already do? Yeah, that they haven't already done. Like, so when you say exclusive games, like, are there are there? And and excuse my ignorance on this—I feel like I should know—are there are there companies and uh, developers working on specific PSVR two games that that aren't going to come out on another VR headset?
0: That's the I mean that's the question. Like yeah. that's honestly, that's honestly the question. The you have stuff coming out. You have like a few things that have come out from PlayStation Studios. And it is, honestly it's just the games that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's Horizon, it's Gran Turismo, and then like things here and there. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Kayak uh VR? Is that on other platforms? Is that even one that's moving the needle? Probably not. Um but yeah, I think the hope is at a PlayStation showcase they announce one or two more titles yeah. that are PlayStation Studios things. Like I think it'll be a I think you're knocking it out of the park if you're able to come out and say, hey, we're putting out a Spider-Man game on PSVR 2. We're going to swing around as Peter Parker and you're not going to throw up during. Like, I think that would yes. be... <laughs> <laughs> difficult.
1: That, difficult to do.
0: difficult to do, <laughs> but, like, after playing Horizon, there are moments in Horizon, called the Mountain, where you're swinging, and it's like, oh, if I could do this here, I could see them doing this for Spider-Man, and so I would love to see them try to put something out like that. Um, and there was an idea that one of the listeners wrote in with, uh, of, what if you did Shadow Colossus in VR? What if you did have, like, because mm-hmm. if you play Horizon Call of Mountain, it's basically, in terms of mechanics, one-for-one, one, of it's climbing and shooting arrows, right? right. In VR, you're also stabbing with a sword, but mm-hmm. you can, I think you can make that happen, and if you're able to, I think that would be such a cool title to play that way. Especially if you're, you know, again, you're in it, you're in VR, you're climbing on a Colossus, you're looking down, and it's moving, and like you see the, like, the fidelity of the fur and the, the world and all that stuff. I think that would be such a, again, that would be such a slam dunk. Are you going to put the resources into making that when you can put resources into just making PS5 games? Exactly. And that's, that's the tough thing.
1: That's where I'm not, uh, not worried, but I don't know what game they could announce that would go, oh, I now have to buy this because I've got in my Oculus, and then all that stuff that you've got on Oculus is probably going to work on PS. So it's like, well, yeah. I've already got this. Like, what are you going to give me? And Spider Man might be it, but I, I honestly I can't think of any title mm-hmm. that i'd go okay i also need to buy this vr headset And
0: that's thinking like somebody there's somebody in chat that mentioned that um there's nine there, there's 90 games development we're talking about exclusives right 90. we're talking we're talking we're talking somebody and i don't know where they got the number from it might have been a, one that they've thrown out but like how one how many of those games are going to be on oculus as well yes and like are you going to pay 550 dollars for a psvr2 headset when you already have something that can play those games and then also like ugh, are those going to move the needle? Are those, are those going to be good games? Are those going to be immaculate, incredible games? What is the quality we're talking about here when you talk about there's 90 games in development? Because yeah. they also said there's 40 games at the PSVR 2 launch. How many of those games were are exciting games? There's also a Fire... I should mention Firewall Ultra as well in terms of an exclusive. Mm-hmm. That's the um, tactical shooter. Like, think along the lines of a Rainbow Six type
1: yeah. game. Which we have 20 of those on Oculus. Mm-hmm. And you also had Firewall awesome. Zero
0: Hour on um, PSVR 1. Yeah. It's tough.
1: Yeah. Because you said, what, it, it's 550 550 yeah. 550 and what's Oculus 2 is, what, like 300 Somewhere around that, yeah. With already established titles, already established marketplace, already established everything. So, like, I... I and I'm not saying that, that they can't do it or won't do it, but I just haven't seen what would make me make that jump if I haven't made the jump into VR already. Because it's, it's, not, it's not a cheap thing to get into. No. And so to put so many resources behind something to have it be, be that expensive... And to not have, like, 15 exclusives that you're not going to find on any other VR headset is, like, I don't know how it's going to do.
2: I, I did look into it because I was curious about yes. that 90 throw, uh, 90 games in development uh, being thrown around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and there is a list, but it does seem like a good chunk of them are games that are uh, available on other platforms. Yeah. Uh, okay. Of, like, the few that I, like, randomly picked out of names that I wasn't familiar with. Um, so... But then you have have games like Humanity, which I think is PlayStation console exclusive. I forget, uh, bless uh, if that's PS4 and PS5, but that'll be it, available on VR. It's PS4 and PS5,
0: but I think it's also on PC, but okay. I don't I don't know if it's on PC VR, right. so maybe, yeah. yeah.
1: And just so people realize, this is not me saying like I don't want to mess with PSVR, that I don't want it to do well. I do want it to do well. I would love yeah. for another VR headset to be in the market that's doing well and popping off and has new games and stuff like that. Um, just, just playing so much VR, I just feel like what's, what is PlayStation going to bring to that table? Yeah. It's, the,
0: it's the tough thing of I think there are two conversations to be had with PSVR two because it's the conversation of platform versus hardware. PSVR two hardware, fucking fantastic. Yeah, unreal. right. Whenever we get into the conversation of PSVR two on uh, on these shows, I think people always try to like conflate the two of oh, but like you think PSVR two is bad, but like look how more much more powerful it is, and look how like good the games look and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, y'all are right. Like PSVR two is. A powerful piece of hardware that is working off the power of the ps5 and the games look great and all this stuff but when we talk about platform and the output in the video games and like are we going to see more video games is this thing going to be successful that then turns into another conversation yeah.
1: what is it uh you can have a maserati but if you have no gas what's the point
0: it, it, that's actually the perfect way to put it
1: yeah we shall see
0: we'll have, we have a playstation studios um or a playstation showcase hopefully happening within the next few months according to reports like Maybe we'll see a couple of games. Maybe I we'll see so. Half Life Alex finally come through.
1: I hope that that happens, and we are amazed, and then yes. we instantly stop all other types of VR and just this. <laughs> like just that's what it. I want Apple cancels whatever they're working on. They're like, oh, it's
0: all PlayStation now. It's all y'all.
1: Everybody just gives them the money. <laughs> oh, you made VR Street Fighter? Okay, oh, let's, let's go. go. Can you
0: imagine? <laughs> you're just Hadoukening in the, in the like you're making the motions in real life. Oh. That's oh. like when um, they put Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Three on Wii. And like Ooh, you would do the comedy, yeah. It was like it was weird, but it was cool. Like
1: you could win, but you're going to be dripping sweat afterwards. One thousand percent.
0: Story number five: uh Respawn CEO would love to make another Titanfall, but there are no plans for now. This is oh. Christina Alexander at IGN. I know I brought you up, and then I cut you yeah, down. Titanfall Two is so good; it's so short. uh Respawn Entertainment's CEO Vince Zampella has said he would love to make another Titanfall game, but it's not on the cards yet. Speaking to Barons. Speaking to Barons, Zampella spoke about the possibility of developing Titanfall 3, but he said there aren't any plans for the studio to do so at the moment. He said he doesn't get fans' hopes he doesn't he doesn't get fans' hopes up because if he says yes, they'll get disappointed when it doesn't come. However, if Titanfall 3 does come to be, it would have to be the right project and at the right time. "Quote: It has to be the right thing," Zampella said. "It's such a beloved franchise for the fans and also for us." If it is not the right moment in, in time, the right idea, then it just doesn't make sense, end quote. This reiteration comes nearly three months after EA canceled a secret single-player Titanfall game codenamed Titanfall Legends, which is set in the same universe as Titanfall and Apex Legends. This cancellation came after the mobile versions of Apex Legends and Battlefield were shut down. I want it so bad, Xavier. I
1: do. I... So, when we are talking about games and getting emotional and stuff earlier, Titanfall 2... I loved yeah I loved. it's such a good ass campaign I just enjoyed the story I enjoyed all the all the mechanics and all that stuff and I would love a, a longer more flushed out. even if they were like hey you know we're not going to give you a, a full Titanfall game but guess what we made an extra three hours of gameplay in a DLC just to say goodbye yeah it, to wrap things up and mm-hmm. everybody's happy um, but I mean I do also like them being straightforward and saying like this, this is what we're doing yeah. So that way, we're not anticipating or hoping for things, or oh, this thing's gonna drop. Oh, I hope they, I hope they're gonna come out with this. Like, no, he's telling you, no, we're we're gonna chill.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I every time I think about the Titanfall Legends game, like the secret single player game that they ended up canceling, I get sad because um, one of the people that was talking about it was Jeff Grubb, and Jeff mm-hmm. Grubb had some details. He tweeted this out in February second. Uh, this is a detail that I left out. titans in titanfall legends would be like classic cars no longer in production expensive to maintain but super cool Uh, and then he says game was also going to take inspiration from hades so you might start with a dash but then you can unlock a dash that deflects enemy fire back at them it was going to be so good and they canceled it austin
1: (laughs) you know what you know what i got in my soul when you said there would be like cars that you got to upkeep you remember real steel
0: i do remember real steel (sighs) I never watched Real Steel. What?
1: Yeah. Was it is it You you is would, it a must watch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. People people laugh at and watch Real Steel. Was Real
0: Steel the one like the, the boxing, boxing movie? One. Okay.
1: Bro, so good and we need like a flushed out game. We need a second I think third They, they put thing. out a Real Steel they game. They did. Mm. But we need a a, a bigger a one. better one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you need one developed by Respawn? Yes,
1: or or from Software.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the bigger we game we're fucking up. We're like we're, we're missing out
1: if this is here it is. PlayStation, VR2, if you give us a real steel VR game. He'll pick it up. I got you. He's going to buy a PSVR2. There's my 500. You got it.
0: There you go. Feel? He's shaking, out, shaking on it. There we go. Just imagine Jim Ryan on the <laughs> other side. Like, all right, we got you. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I, I do appreciate the transparency. I, yeah. appreciate, I appreciate being open and honest. Hey, we would, lo- we would love a Titanfall 3. We would love to work on it. But that just isn't in the cards. And you can understand why. Yeah. Apex Legends, so successful for them. Apex Legends is way bigger in terms of IP name and IP power than Titanfall. Mm-hmm. And that has pretty much replaced what Titanfall was, right? Like, they're having such success with that. And then also, they're working on, on um, these Star Wars games, right? They're working on other things. Respawn is such a busy developer. Um, but I think it's – and I, I, here's the thing. I think at some point we get Titanfall 3. I think it's going to happen. It's not going to happen soon.
1: No, no. I feel like it's going to be um, – what is the movie? Uh, Unbreakable? okay remember that movie no (laughs) no who what's his name Die Hard. bruce willis Uh uh-huh so he's like a superhero but in the real world Mm -hmm. and then so they made that movie and then what 15 years later they came out with what uh unbreakable split oh okay and at the end of split you realize that's part of the unbreakable universe so
2: it's a wild last scene it's so out of nowhere
1: (laughs) that that's the only time i've stood up and screamed in a movie theater like, what? Because they, they don't tell you about it. So in a situation like this, and I'm getting to my point, they say there's no plans for a, a third one. Mm-hmm. And so in fi- 10, 15 years, when everybody's playing all these new games, 14 new games are dropping every month. All of a sudden, a uh, a third version comes out, and it's like, oh, yeah, we forgot about this. And now mm-hmm. they've had time to flush out the story. It's like it's like Alan it.
0: Wake. It's like Control. Yeah. Where like, you play Control, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is an Alan Wake universe. And then they start feeding in more of those elements. Yeah. Now you got a new Alan Wake coming out. I will love for, yeah, for like... 10 years from now we're playing apex and all of a sudden there's a new season and mm-hmm. we play we like you know there's one person in their game where they get like a certain kill and then all of a sudden their screen turns black and it's a fucking you hear standby for Titanfall." Yep. like what the fuck <gasps> is happening and it's, like, a big event that would be such a cool way to do it <laughs> would be an in-game event like what Fortnite does with their things but hopefully we get that yeah hopefully sooner than later i don't want to wait 10 years our final news story for the day, story number six The Last of Us Part 1 on PC gets a huge 25GB patch. This is Jordan Serrani at IGN. Naughty Dog has released a 25GB patch for The Last of Us Part 1 on PC. Its seventh update since the port was released just one month ago. Seven updates in one month. Wild. That's so crazy. That's a lot. The last is part one version 1.0.4.0 targets frame rate issues by further optimizing GPU and CPU performance and adding a new option to adjust the texture streaming rate according to the patch notes. Also among the 22 bug fixes and improvements are texture and resolution enhancements for those playing on low or medium settings, as well as fixes for several instances that may lead to crashing. Naughty Dog says it. Naughty says it and PC port developer Iron Galaxy are, quote, actively optimizing, working on game stability, and implementing additional fixes, which will, be, which will all be included in regularly released feature updates, end quote. Specifically, the companies uh, say those updates will improve frame rate, texture fidelity, and CPU optimization, end quote. Wow. You've been playing God of War on Steam Deck. Have you considered yeah. <laughs> picking up Last of Us Part 1 on Steam Deck and just seeing how that runs? I haven't.
1: I haven't that's the
0: dream for me to be able to play that game on the go but I think it might take a few more updates before we will be able to get there well I
1: I do love how they're updating it this game doesn't it doesn't they don't have to update it they don't have they could just leave it as is and people would watch this show and then they go oh I never played this game they go back and play it and they'd be fine with it but they said you know what no let's go back and let's give some love Mm -hmm. let's do a little bit more just so it's a little bit cleaner a little bit fresher and people enjoy it a little bit more and and again like we're talking about people doing things, so them saying, "Oh, there's no plans for Titanfall," just being upfront and and actually caring about their their audience and the fan base and mm-hmm. giving them what they what they desire. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that they're doing this. But 25
0: gig. I mean, there was a there was, there, there was a lot they had to fix.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: came out. I don't know. Did you see the memes? Did you see the the images? Did you see the pictures of how that game was running on PC? No, it was not pretty. Rough. No, it was okay. really rough, okay. and it's wild because that is so out of character for what the PlayStation <laughs> PC stuff has been. Um, but yeah, like I'm glad they're fixing it. I'm glad I, if it takes 25 gigabytes of update to get yep. it where it needs to be. Sure. Go on and do it. Um, but Xavier, I'm very excited to see if they're able to get Last of Us part one on PC where it needs to be, but seeing them put out that final update is so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to mom and grab shops today, where would I look?
1: Here? Yeah, so yes. The bull, bull, bull yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like wait what's happening uh, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday
0: mm-hmm. yeah I tried so hard to play it off because I realized I had forgotten to, to remind you of, of that portion and I was like oh
2: maybe I maybe we can just be smooth with it maybe nobody will notice there was an attempt blessed I did respect as soon as yeah. you took his uh, his runner show there I knew exactly what you were doing
0: doing that while trying and also like form sentences was actually really difficult
1: in my head i saw you
0: taking it was out, like I, was doing, like, like, I was like i was like he's
1: got it on his ones. laptop so he's gonna tell me to say something but then i could not see what you pointed at and i didn't want to read
0: yeah i should <laughs> segue pointed... from the last news story <laughs> i should have pointed at it more directly <laughs> i i assumed the big bold letters and underline would but i didn't know out. if it was like
1: here it was like it's like a yeah this one yeah oh,
0: yep cool. it was like this. One. <laughs> out today we got bramble the mountain king for ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 mm-hmm. xbox one switch and pc we got kaizuna ai Touch the beat for ps4 switch psvr and pc lego bricktails for ios and android live alive for ps5 ps4 and pc go play live live it is excellent uh omega strikers for switch the last case of benedict fox for xbox series x xbox one and pc Mike, you checked that one out yet Mike says he's excited. Ash of Gods, The Way for PC. Proto-Droid, Delta for PC. And then Mail Time is out today for PC. We have one new date for you. Anakin Skywalker comes to Fortnite on May 2nd with a new Star Wars Force event. Deals of the day for you. Hide the younglings. Hide <laughs> the younglings. It's like, it's like all younglings playing that game, right? Like, Oh, yeah, they don't know. That that would be like such a like. I'm gonna I'm gonna boot up for, Fortnite. I'm gonna dress up as Anakin Skywalker, and I'm gonna log in at the time where I know all these kids are coming home from school, just so I can just take them out, right? They're playing. They're
1: That's playing, some truly st- devious. Standing in the middle of the maps,
0: <laughs> just waiting for them to come yeah. to the circle. Just like I know you're playing on your mom's iPad right now. I can't wait to ruin your day. Just fucking cutting down all these kids. Deals of the day for you: Xbox games with gold for May 2023 have been announced. You're getting Star Wars Racer and Hoa.
1: Uh, actually, pretty good month. I'm. What is Omega Strikers?
0: Omega Strikers, I believe that's like the um, it's kind of like Windjamers, actually. Okay, I, if I, if I, I was. Correctly. I feel like
1: I saw something.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a new one that has been on PC for for a little bit. Okay. Um, but like they're trying to push it as like a new esports thing. Gotcha. Uh, I believe there are people that were working on like League of Legends and stuff that. Ah, uh, yeah, thing.
1: yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's like a disc. This is Winjammers type thing. Yeah. You want to check this out? Yeah, this is three on three, right?
0: uh oh yeah it looks like it yeah 3v3 yeah 3v3. I, I will
1: 100 percent play this for hours this is my exact type of game the the artwork uh the actual game so any game that's like this because i love wind jammers so much and we we're talking earlier wind jammers is a fighting game mm-hmm. because you get that same kind of hype inside your heart you get the blood uh rushing. you get the heart rate up something like this where you're doing wind jammers but with multiple people
0: mm. uh, this is life let's go You you, you might have just convince me to check it out
1: well, cool. I would love to come on and play. I mean, Mike, can we make that happen?
0: Mike <laughs> says we can make it happen. Um, another deal of the day for you. And also, Hoa is a pretty cool-looking game. It has a really cool art um, uh, style. It's What's a, that? It's a 2D platformer. R- the art style reminds me a little bit of like Studio Ghibli-ish. Okay. It's like, it has like a lot of vibrant colors, a lot of cool-looking animation. Bear can bring it up as, as, as we're talking. That is H-O-A. And then uh, the next Epic free game store titles have been announced. You're getting, against all odds, KO the Kangaroo and Horizon Chase Turbo. Those will be free to download from Epic's PC Marketplace from May 4th to May 11th. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Big Bad Beluga writes in and says The Witch from Mercury is all actually made by Sunrise, the same animation studio that did Code Geass which explains Ooh, a lot.
1: There we go. <laughs> explains a
0: lot, actually. Uh, Shadow Fox says The front r- front mission first remake for Switch was having issues with <laughs> the PC version. So you might ha- have issues playing on your Steam Deck. Mm. They might want to double check. I'm sure maybe that's okay. gotten updates. I can imagine they're not, they're not updating it. Yeah. Uh,
1: let's see. Let's see. Also, so somebody in the chat had my same thought. When you said HOA, I thought it was a game about a homeowner's association, so you just play as somebody <laughs> on the board, and you just... Like call homeowner's them, manager? Yeah, tell them they can't leave their sprinklers on at 4 p.m. or something. I'm sure that
0: game has to already exist, or it's on the verge of existing. <laughs> There's a
2: sim game for everything. <laughs> There's it's a sim coming. game for
0: any for everything, so that it's has coming. to be in development, currently. <laughs> and then Ricky uh, Rikimaru mentions, um, currently there are only four exclusive games for PSVR 2, Horizon Call of Mountain, okay. Gran Turismo 7 VR, Resident Evil Village VR, and Fantavision 2020X VR. Isn't Resident Evil Village on Oculus?
1: Maybe know. I'm thinking Resident Evil 4. You might be
0: thinking of Resident Evil 4, because that, that for sure yeah. is on Oculus. Okay. Resident Evil Village, I, yeah, I think is exclusive to PSVR 2. Okay, gotcha. For now, though. I can't imagine that doesn't come to but,
1: Oculus. So, so okay, course. so so those games, even, and if I can just take a second, mm-hmm. so you said you said Horizon, Horizon, Gran, Gran Turismo, Turismo
0: uh, Resident Evil Village, uh-huh. Fantavision 2020X.
1: Fant- FantaVision, the fireworks game. Yeah,
0: not yeah, Are they, you kidding they me? They put out a VR. Yeah, they got Austin's money. They got <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I did not. Bro,
1: <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I was expecting FantaVision to be the, the point where FantaVision is the jam. Oh shit! All right. Again, another game that people sleep on because oh, there's not this crazy lore. Oh, this. Sometimes stuff just has to be fun. That's it. Just give me fun. Give me give me clacks. I just want to have fun. FantaVision is unreal. FantaVision in VR. That's what I'm talking about. What? What? I'm sold all right get this man bro
0: vr Fantavision. when does this come out when can this, i have th- this? this has been out no, no no vr Fantavision. no it's been out vr Fantavision is out yeah yeah, yeah. it came out like a, m- a month or so wait ago. yeah We're. <laughs> it came out like it was either, it either launched or it
1: was like a few weeks after oh, it launched I'm stressed. okay so i'm gonna go get one when i leave yeah i
0: mean you have fun news here you can just walk into a walmart now that's so maybe good. not now but soon
1: that's so good I'm on Walmart. I don't get home until Monday.
0: Now, do you have $550 in
2: cash?
1: No, but we're in San Francisco. I just got a guy.
2: You got Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the character arc on this episode with the whole uh, PSVR 2 conversation has been really good storytelling here. You know? Well,
1: as soon as I get home Monday, I'm going to purchase it and then I'll send you guys a picture of me playing Fantavision. Well, let's go.
0: Somebody's, and also, somebody in chat says Resident Evil Village is on Oculus 2. Okay. But I also, I don't know how much I can trust random names from chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay Luna. Are you? Are, is that real? Is that truthful? Who knows? See. Uh, this week's host. I guess we only have one day left in the week. Tomorrow's host for Kind of Funny Games Day they're gonna be Tim mm-hmm. and more Hussein. Ooh. Yeah, it's gonna be an exciting one. Um. Also, there's somebody in your wrong that was that was complimenting your shirt, I saw quite a few people oh, in chat
1: shouting out the shirt. Thank you. Game blouses.
0: I didn't put together the reference until you said it. Yeah, out loud. check it. Hold on. That is fresh. The oh, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Xavier, turn around. There's Prince on the back of the shirt. there's a Chappelle that. show reference. Gotta love that
1: pancakes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh if you're watching this live remember we're trying something new here with youtube super chats on kind of funny games daily only on youtube in the live stream there's going to be a 30 minute post show where Snowback mike comes in to talk to us kfg hosts about your super chat questions so stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next kind of funny stream starts and of course the next kind of funny stream is gonna be us hanging out for greg miller's birthday celebrating the big four zero having a fun time playing some games with austin creed playing some games with poe austin thanks so much for coming through
1: I have a question. What up? At some point, t- can we play the Fantavision today?
0: We might be able to make that happen, yeah. I, it depends <laughs> on if Greg has his PSVR 2 here. Well, it, and I'll be honest, there's a good chance that it's here. Because I don't think that, that man is taking that thing home.
1: Cause, yeah, because he's got a, a, a little baby. Yeah. He's got a little baby. He ain't got time. And also, he
0: just does not care <laughs> yeah. about PSVR 2. I think okay. he leaves it here because he's like, I'm not going to play this at home. Good. And so there's a good chance he might be able to play Fantavision. I definitely have it on my PS5 here. So, if you get Greg's headset and you get my PS5, you could play it at my desk. Well, Greg's not
1: here yet, right? We can text him. He's, he's got to come from home.
2: Yeah, but he's, he probably left a while. It's <laughs> his right. birthday celebration. He's yeah. got to be on his, on his way here. And we're kicking off that birthday celebration with another episode of KFW Season <laughs> Whoa. 2. Whoa. a fun time.
0: Let's go. Yes. Before we get out of here, um, Austin, any final words? Thanks again for coming and hosting
1: the show oh, with Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I, I I love being able to be on the show with you. I love the new studio. Uh I love the, the hair killing Thank it. Thank you, man. It just y- you're y- killing y- it with your hair. Thanks, I was like, man. Yeah,
0: I need you I get like you.
1: Oh, we we just need oh, both fresh. these hairs in a video game. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> More hair options, please. <laughs> please. What was the game? What was the what was it Tiger Woods? yeah, it was a uh, no, it was PJ Tour, EA's PGA tour where Andy and Bear were talking about how bad the hair options are in that in that game. The cornrows are so bad that you pull them up and they don't even look like cornrows.
1: Good. They look bad. Good. Look bad. This is a lot, a lot of fix effort. Fix this. <laughs> <laughs> fix it. Yeah, God give me it. a 25 gig patch and fix all the hair. That's Hell what yeah. we need.
0: Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and a weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you
1: need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily.